John 14, verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Spirit of the living God, as you've always done, take a hold of my mind, think through my mind. Fill my heart with all good things that we may advance your purpose in the earth. Father, I've never stepped on a platform without believing that you were going to be with me. I've never addressed any subject without believing that you're going to be with me. And my faith is not wavering even on today. In fact, Father, I have more faith in what I'm doing today than I've had in my entire life. I believe I have the message from heaven. I believe I'm speaking to the right people. I believe the right people are streaming in to hear what thus saith the Lord God. So, Father, we give you the glory. We give you the honor and we give you the praise in advance for a great outcome on this Super Bowl Sunday. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, go ahead and take your seats. Uh, I'll be talking about work that makes you great. Work that makes you great. Before I get into that, next Sunday, we're going to uh, celebrate, celebrate Black History Month, but we're going to couple it with I Am The One. So there are t-shirts out there I want you to go pick up because we're going to have our t-shirts on on next week. I Am The One t-shirts. So we're not, I'm not going to have on a suit. I'm going to have on a t-shirt, okay? And, and what we're doing is making sure as we celebrate Black History Month, there were individuals who knew they were the one. So all these, all the trajectory changes that occurred through the life of a Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, many like that, uh, those were people who said, I am the one. They weren't looking around to see if anyone else was going to do it. They knew they were the ones to do it. You got to know that you're the one. So we'll uh, teach and preach about that on next Sunday. But what, right now we're going to uh, go through. So pick up your shirt out there. Pick up your shirt. Pick up your shirt. Pick up your shirt. You know how you pick up those shirts for the family reunion? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Well, I don't know if I want to look like everybody. Well, you do at the family reunion. So pick up a shirt. Don't make it complicated. Don't get stiff on me this morning. So I, I want to talk to you about this portion of Scripture. Uh, this portion of Scripture... Um, it's, it's so powerful that no one who works with Christ should ever be a failure. No one who works with Christ. Now, I do have a problem with all this stuff we've done all these years in the name of Christ and had no greatness to come out of it. It is impossible to work with Christ and not become great. That is impossible. I don't know who you've been working with, but it is impossible to work with Christ and believe in Christ in the work that you're doing and not become great. I want you to say this, and not to someone else, I want you to say this straight ahead. Greatness is in me. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very important that you understand that. And I know I make religion, man, because religion wants to keep you imprisoned by the elementary things that they're doing because they're not willing to put forth the effort to get what God promised them. Because it takes putting forth effort, and some people have spiritualized everything to sit instead of move. 
Well, if you're going to do something great, you got to work with God, 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 which means you're not just working one day and you're not just working on Sunday. You got to work with God. Say that with me. Work with God. If you want to see the results, you got to work with God. After you're done praying, you got to work with God. After you're done worshiping, you got to work with God. After you're done reading your Bible and studying your Bible, you got to work with God. After you're done listening to the message, you have to work with God. So if you understand that so many have enjoyed church and you don't even know what they receive from God because they don't work with God. The result of everything that you see is from me working with God, not just me uh, praying. I've done a whole lot of time praying, still do a whole lot of time praying, but I work after I pray. So I'm not just going to pray. And the problem is this. Let me help you. Let me let me just go ahead and solve something for you. Uh, Many people who are in business have a problem with you praying and not working. They would pray if you worked after you prayed. They want to see results behind your prayer. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not looking for shouts today. I'll get that watching the Super Bowl. When we believe we are doing the same work as Christ, when we believe, when we believe we're doing the same work as Christ. Now, what is the work of Christ? Is it just preaching? Is it just helping other people? The work of Christ can be anything that has to do with the kingdom. Anything that has to do with the kingdom. We have minimized the work of Christ to preaching and teaching, singing and playing, ushering and greeting. So nobody wants to be a part of that that don't have those characteristics. So we never connect entrepreneurship with the work of Christ. We never connect government or education with the work of Christ. In fact, we try to make those who, are, who have those occupations or those, that type of excellence, we try to make them feel bad because we're trying to say to them, if you're not doing it in the church, it's not the work of Christ. That is not the truth. That is not the truth. That is definitely not the truth. In fact, if your only successful day is Sunday, you're miserable. If the only day you feel good is on Sunday, you're a miserable person. No wonder you try to control everybody when you come to church. Because that's the only day you have authority. What about the rest of the week? See, if you understood working with God, Sunday wouldn't be your best day. It will be the beginning of all your better days. Sunday starts my week off. Sunday, I start my week off in victory. And then I end on Saturday in victory. I I did not end Saturday in misery. I ended my Saturday in victory. And I can look back over my week and then I can come back in the next Sunday simply because I see what God done and my belief system increased because I had victory all last week. So my faith level is higher this week than it was last week because I believe. So, so like Peter, like Peter, he was, he told because
because he wasn't working with God. If you don't work with God, you're going to have an awful week. But if you work with God, I'm not saying you won't be challenged. You will have victory over your challenge. I'm not saying that enemies won't arise up. Let them rise. They will not be able to defeat you. I don't care how many enemies I got right now. I am working with God. Tell them with their wasted energy, they can't stop me because I'm working with God. And as long as I'm working with God, they're the audience and I'm the entertainer. And I'm going to give them something to see. See, those who think like that, they think, oh, he just prayed and God just poured it out. No, I prayed, I got, I got a strategy, and I went to work. I work on the strategy that he gave me, because if he tells me to walk around the wall, I am going to pass the message to all my leaders. God said, walk around the wall seven times, but the first six times, don't say anything. That's why you got to have people around you who can follow instructions. When they walked around the wall and the seventh time they shouted, the walls came down. If the walls are not coming down, maybe there's a mixed message or you're not working with God. But when Joshua started working with God, the walls fell. What walls are still standing that can fall if you just work with God? Your strategy, how long are you going to try your strategy? How long are you going to do your thing? How long are you going to keep trying to build your thing? When you get in God's thing, when you shout, when you shout, on the time that he said to shout the walls will come tumbling down I just made up my mind I was not going to use my youth and my strength and my intellect to do what I want to do I am going to do what he wants me to do and no one's going to stop me because I've already submitted to my superiors Listen, listen, when you're working with God, a Bishop David Lazarus calls you and said, I want to, I'm coming in town from Johannesburg, South Africa, and I want to hang out with you from February the 23rd uh, to the 27th. That kind of stuff, because you're working, you're working with God. And then while you're standing here on the platform, you have a Bishop Tudor Bismarck said, I'll be in, in the States in April, and we're going to coordinate some dates so I can come and hang out with you guys while you're standing on the platform. When you're working with God, you have people to contact you that don't need anything. See, all the people, because you're not working with God, all the people who are making contact with you need something. If that's all you know is people who need something, then just maybe God's not sending his supply. But when you're working with God, he sent equippers into where you are. Those who will encourage you, they're not coming to do anything but encourage myself and Lady Davis and refresh. And they're coming from all the way across the waters just to be with us. Just to be with us. So it's, it's about working with God. I, I'm a man of, I have to see results because that tells me who I'm working with. 
I said, I have to see results because that tells me who I'm working with. If I'm working and never get results, I'm toiling because I'm not working with the one who brings the increase. So I'm very cautious. I'm, I am always monitoring. I am always evaluating. Anything that I connect to, I should increase. Anything I connect to, I should increase. If I am not increasing, then I am toiling and I may have connected to the wrong thing or I may have the wrong mindset towards what I connected to. I was, I was listening to this great leader the other day and he said, he said, there are certain people who want me to come around just to say I was there. They, he said, they get great accolades just to say, I was there. He said, do you not know for someone who is not prepared, I could be a nightmare for them? A lot of people want big, but not prepared for big. You got, you got to be prepared. If, you, if you're going to bring a high level person around, you got to be prepared. Can you accommodate them? Okay, okay, all right. So working with God, because if you work God, it'll lead to that place to where you can accommodate things like that. So you have to be prepared. A lot of people don't understand. I am not preparing for here. That's why they're frustrated with me because they thinking about here, I'm thinking about there. We're in two different worlds. And as long as we're in two different worlds, we're never going to be on the same page, which means that we can't work close together. Because we got to be in the same world. I'm working on a world you haven't seen. You're toiling over the world you've always seen. So you're making decisions over your toil. I'm making decisions over my increase. I sense increase coming, so I make decisions based on the increase. I'm working with God. How am I going to work with God and not expect increase? Who in the world would work with somebody and not expect increase? I am not volunteering all my time. I'm getting paid. I told y'all, I am not working for free. I am getting paid. I have faith that God's going to open up heaven over me if I work with him. I never, I don't care if I go through 25 years with the wrong people. One day God's going to send me the right people. I'm working with God. You cannot get me to give up on the promise of God because I have somebody that wants to act like they not. Amen. Listen to this. The work of Jesus Christ was comprised of three and a half years and we still preach Christ over 2,000 years later. Jesus only ministered three and a half years. He started ministering at 30 years old. He was crucified at 33 years old. In three and a half years, he impacted the earth so much in three and a half years that over 2,000 years later, we're still preaching Christ. Embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in the way that we love, live, and lead. We are still preaching Christ over 2,000 years later. 
Who would not want to work with someone that's been that successful in three and a half years that we still hear about him in church, whether they believe in him or not? Let's, 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 let's do this. Let your business shut down for a year and see if anybody talks about it. Let your ministry in right now and see if in three and a half years anyone is even talking about you. Yeah, think about it. Will you have a legacy after you only work three and a half years, thousands of years they're talking about Jesus. Would they remember you? The success of the ministry of Jesus Christ is the fact that we're still preaching and teaching about him over 2,000 years later. Now, why in the world would I not work with him? His brand is proven success. Why would I try to create my own brand when the brand of Jesus Christ is proven success? He was killed on a cross, buried, resurrected. They can't pinpoint his body, so we're still talking about it. So the key is working with God, which means what you do lines up with his word. I am, I am, I am not picky outside of refresh. I'm not. You do whatever you want to do. I am picky inside refresh because I have to keep refresh grounded in Christ. Christ centered. I have to. That's my job. If I come to your organization, I won't say anything. You can serve Kool-Aid. You can serve wine. You can get high. You can do whatever you want to do. That's not my prerogative. I'm not going to say anything because that's what you do. In here. I shall not be silent. Because <laughs> see, if I can keep this working with God, I've already seen what it'll do. At 23 people, we started working with God. In a borrowed building, we started working with God. As a no-name insecure leader, we started working with God. Look what the Lord has done. All the proof of working with God. You think you're going to stop me from working with God now? You think I'm going to believe in your opinion when I got a constitution, which is the Bible that I can go by and stay fine-tuned with him? So, three and a half years, he done ministry. Three and a half years. He touched, he touched Matthew, he touched Luke, Ma Matthew, a tax collector. Luke, he, he's a physician. He touched Peter, James, and John. They were fishermen. He touched all these individuals. In three and a half years, he touched them so powerfully, they said, I want to work with you. He even touched the devil, Judas. But Judas had an assignment to get Jesus to his next place. See, when you're working with God, there's always a Judas that helps you in your promotion. Don't get upset because you have a Judas. 
let me, let me, let me, let me, let me help y'all. Let me, can I help y'all? Let, let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. Let me, let me help you how to define Judas. He always wants to know about the money. sold this oil? Who you think was talking to Judas? Could we not have sold this oil? I, I just believe my Bible. All, all, all your healthy strategies are in your Bible. If you love soap operas, go read the Old Testament. There's plenty of them in there. It's a whole lot of drama. stop after he was gone when you work with God you're not going to be easily forgotten I'm going to say it again they, you're not, there's not going to be an easy replacement for you when you work with God the only way they can easily replace you is you not work with God but when you work with God they don't know you're not there when you're gone they're going to feel the vacancy in the room when you're gone. There's no way that you can work with God and people not miss your presence. They may say, well, I don't miss you, apostle, because I'm not gone. I make sure you don't have to miss me. With a kingdom mindset, you are working with God and not toiling. With a kingdom mindset, you're working with God and not toiling. We make this thing when we work uh, with a kingdom mindset, we make it look easy. Now, we get a lot of backlash, we get a lot of kickback, but you can't tell publicly. Because Satan is always waging war. Um, tell, let me rephrase that. Religion is always waging war against the kingdom mindset. Always. Constantly. Constantly. And they always show up. In every setting, they always show up. When Jesus started to address them as snakes and vipers, John said vipers and all. They, they were always there. But they never did get anything. Because they weren't working with, they were observing. So never, they never committed themselves in really believing because they were only observing to see what they could get to go talk about. So that in every setting, they're there. In every setting, they're spectating. In every setting, they're reasoning and rationalizing what you're saying. In every setting. But it's okay. You need an audience. Y'all didn't hear me. You think God's going to make you successful and nobody be sitting out there to watch? 
God has his strategic way of making sure the seats are filled when he raises you up. So it's okay if you don't have all believers out there. At least you got some audience. I can feel half the ones who are just spectating. I just feel them, but it's okay. I'm going to watch this, watch this, watch this, watch, 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 watch. You haven't seen the half of what Stephen A. Davis is going to do for the kingdom of God. Okay. All right. First Corinthians three. First Corinthians three. First Corinthians chapter three, verse eight and verse nine. Now, he that planteth, and this is out of the King James Version Bible because I like the way it reads. Now, he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Yet are, listen to this, ye are God's husbandry. It's talking about agri agriculture there. Ye are God's building. You, myself, are working with God. Why are we having a problem? You do the watering or I'll do the planting. You do the watering. Let me break it down. You do the worship, I'll do the preaching and teaching. You do the ushering, I'll handle my part. See, nobody needs to try to handle anybody else's part because he, here it is. If we're working for God, we don't have the same roles. The only reason you think you can do what I do is that you're working for somebody else. That's why we got a kingdom mindset. If, if I'm doing my part, whether it be planting or watering, if I'm doing my part, I'm not toiling. If you try to do my part, you're going to toil because there ain't no grace on you to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Toiling, is, it, it derives from doing what God did not ordain for you to do. Well, I want to be a preacher. Oh, well, I want to be a businessman. I, what does God have for you? If you can't keep the books, you can't. No, no, you ain't count my money. Excuse, excuse me, I just had a flashback. See, I'm really into numbers. I want to know where every dime goes. You know what I'm saying? And you think I'll let somebody, one, two, no, 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 no. You're coming out of there. <laughs> there, there. There is no grace for that. And see, when there's no grace from it and you're in an area where there is no grace, the devil starts talking. And you're wondering why people, they were, they were saying last week, now they, you know, they're disoriented this week. Because they are outside of grace. Now Satan is speaking and they're trying to carry water and they only have enough strength to carry seed.
See, if I'm working with God, I need to find out what my position is. And I'm sorry if I'm a little bit bold, but I found my position, guys. I know what I am supposed to do. I know who I'm supposed to help and I know who I'm supposed to reach. So I am not disappointed if they don't like me. I am not called to them anyway. Some of you spend so much time trying to reach people you're not called to and you're depressed over it. That's not your audience. Those are not your clients. Now you got all your people over here waiting on you and you're spending all that extra time trying to reach somebody that they will never be happy. They will never be happy with you. Wonder why? Because you're not called to them and you're not working with God while you're trying to reach them. Now, how do you do ministry? I have a target group. I am not preaching to everybody. Because everybody can't handle me. Because I don't ask, can I get a witness? I already got a witness. I had a witness when I put this message together. I had a witness when I got up this morning. I don't need your witness. So if I don't get your witness, I don't get your clap, I don't get your amen, I'm still going to do my job. working with God. We work what what Satan wants you to do is stop working with God because if you stop working with God, heaven stops paying you. See, you want your company's name to be written on your direct deposit. I want heaven. I, I want the signature of heaven written on my direct deposit. I want to know it came from God because if it comes from God, it has seed within itself, meaning that it can multiply. Everything that God sends you as pay has the ability to multiply. You mess around, give me a heavenly paycheck. I'll take a hundred dollars, turn it into a thousand dollars. I'll take a thousand dollars and turn it into a hundred thousand dollars. I'll take a hundred thousand dollars and turn it into a million dollars. I'll take a million dollars and turn it into a billion dollars. Because anything that comes from heaven as my pay has seed within itself to reproduce. And in this next decade, you're going to see what a man can do with a healthy body. God didn't give you a healthy body to sit on the sideline. God gave you a healthy body to go to work. Do you know how many people don't have healthy bodies? And if you have a healthy body, you need employment today. You need to make up your mind that you're going to work with God and stop toiling. You didn't, God didn't give you that healthy body to toil. God gave you that healthy body and authority. So if you work with God, you will See the benefits and the rewards of God. Every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. You can't cheat me. <laughs> when you listen, 
When you're working with God, there is no way they can deny you wages. Well, I'm not tithing today. That's on you. <laughs> what does that have to do with me? I ain't working for your tithe. I'm working for God and I'm expecting heaven to open over my life. Because there are things I'm believing for you don't know anything about. Well, we know you want to you wanna pay the church out. That's after I reach other nations. I want to reach a whole continent. You think God ain't going to do this little old thing when my vision is that great? I want to be a hospital in Kenya. <laughs> you think God can't handle this little bit of debt? What little thing are you believing for when God's got some big things on his mind and you don't know who to work for? See, a lot of times when you're unemployed and you're, you're a little bit impatient, you'll take whatever comes by because it sounds good. But this thing I'm talking about is not a sound good. It is good. God is good. God never ceases to be good. All of his characteristics are always good. There are no flaws in his character. He never sent a check that was bounced. He never missed out on the date of the direct deposit. He never showed up too early and he never showed up too late because he is God. That's why I love working with him. I never have to worry about getting fired because he has a way of giving me enough information to clean up my mess before I get dismissed. It is not possible to engage in a great work and not become great. It is not possible to engage in a great work and not become great. That's why I always keep this thing uh, Christ-centered. Because there will be people who really commit. And if they really commit, they should really get paid. Which means if they really commit, their lives should turn around. If they really commit, things should start opening up with favor on their life. It doesn't mean that you won't go through the valley. You just won't get stuck there. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy which means I won't lose my appetite while they try to kill me somebody say eat, 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 eat I don't care how many enemies you have eat, don't lose your appetite you're working for the Lord I know who I work for. You can try to dismiss me. Your dismission of me is the elevation to my next level. Anytime you get me out, God will move me up. 
How many of y'all have been moved out? You might as well get ready because you're about to move up. In fact, you ain't about to do anything. While I'm preaching, you're moving up right now. I dare you to shout about it. who I am and I know who I am for the pain that you have suffered this year and half of next year is going to promote you to some of the greatest years of your life there's no way that God will trust you with pain and trouble without having a reward for you who did not give up while you were in the middle of your adversity so if you've been through some adversity and you work for the Lord. I want to tell you now, your payday has come. My job is to make an announcement to those of you who thought you would remain in deficit. The devil is a liar. some of y'all, you know, when people start saying negative things about me that don't know me, it's a strategic plan of hell to keep you away from what could be your greatest blessing. You don't have to have my number. You don't have to be able to hang out with me. All you got to do is be in the room with me. I, I thank my leader. For the last two Fridays, I've been in the room with my leader on a Zoom call. And I just thank him, thank you for allowing me to be in the room. I know how to get what I need if you let me in the room. If you let me observe what you're doing, if you, you, you allow me to hear you think, then I'm going to be able to come up with my own strategies to get me out of a pit. That'll get me out of financial challenges. That'll get me out of marital challenges. That'll get me out of depression. If you allow me, open up your mouth and let me hear you think. My final one is this, and I'm closing. We're going to the Super Bowl. Hopefully your team wins. History shows us that working with a great work inspires us to do something much greater. You have no inspiration as long as everybody you're around is failures. The man that had been at the pool for 38 years lost his desire to get up because he was around a lot of sick folks. You'd be surprised how long it takes you to get out of depression when you're hanging around everybody that's depressed. You have to get around somebody that makes you uneasy. They smile and they're happy. And you're sitting there like, am I going to stay in this? You have no choice but to get excited when you're around excited people. You have no choice but to get happy when you're around happy people. You have no choice but to be wealthy when you're around wealthy people. If I can get in the room with you, just, just let me get in the room and I'll come out smelling like the room and then the room will begin to impact my life because I'm in that room. Let me, let me help many of you. 
It's not that you miss God. It's not that God doesn't hear you. It's that you fail to get into the right rooms. Because when you get around the right people, historically, it will change you. And whenever God wants to do something great with you, he puts you into room with people who talk things that are different than what you've been hearing. Because you learn the language of weakness, but you can also learn the language of strength. So when God gets ready to do that elevation, he going to put you in a room where it seems strange, even really uncomfortable. But if you stay there long enough, what be on them, be on you. And all of a sudden you start attracting things because your mind is changing. I don't have to go after it. It comes after me because my mind attracts it. Listen, I'm almost done. Listen. While I was working with God, my mind started shifting. I looked in my Bible. I looked at what they were doing. I looked back in my Bible and I looked at what they were doing and I said, I'm going with the book. God is ready to do some amazing things with you individually and corporately, but he is going to put you in the settings that are different. He's going to put you in the setting for what you were created for. See, most of your settings are the results of what people or parents put you in because they didn't see your potential. That's why I got to tell you, you're the one. You're the one. That's why we're telling you, you're the one. We're telling you, you're the one because you have all the characteristics of the way or the environment you were born in. So listen here, Abram. I need you to get away from your father's house. I need you to get away from your old land because I'm about to make you the father of many nations and not just the exalted father. Whenever God gets ready to do something great with you. You change your employer. You stop working for the world even though you go there five days a week, but I don't work for you. You have no control over my increase. I'm going to pay my tithes over what I get from you, but my income exceeds what I make from you. Never block out the heavenly blessing when you are employed by heaven. Many of you have been assigned to go to that job and witness and be a light. If you weren't there, they wouldn't know God. But because you're there, everybody knows there's a God somewhere. Listen. Nothing's wrong with you being there. Don't quit. Don't start a business if you don't have the skill set. Because some of us are on an assignment right now. And God has employed you. Because there's somebody in that workplace that's borderline suicidal. But every time they see your face, whether it be in the office or through a Zoom call, they change their opinion about leaving here early 
They see so much light on your countenance. They say within you at themselves, I want to live. I want to live. There is hope for me. If I can see the glow on their face, I can have a glow on my face. I'm closing. This is about to be the most phenomenal work season that the body of Christ has ever seen. It's like even while you're resting, sleeping, things are working for you in the kingdom. Listen here. In the kingdom, you think I got to work this many hours. For the, You're not toiling anymore. You're trying to measure your increase by the hours you work. You're trying to make sure you're covering it all by the hours you're putting in. God said this day, those of you who have worked your hours... He said, while you're asleep, I'm going to do much more while you're resting than I did while you were laboring. That's, that's why the devil don't want you listening. Not to me. Because what's coming to you can't come unless somebody like me open up their mouth and stimulate your belief system. He does exceedingly, abundantly, above. Let's say it again. Exceedingly, abundantly, no more crumbs, no more crumbs, no more crumbs. Exceedingly, abundantly, abundantly. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to shout like your team just won the Super Bowl. You about to get your ring. I said you're about to get your championship ring. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.